the blessed month called Ramadan, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given mankind, as in the Muslims, the humans, an opportunity to seek forgiveness in this month. And how, why is Allah giving us this? Allah has technically put this in place, I feel, that 11 months human beings get busy, they sin, they're neglectful, the devil is there, you have to control your nafs. But Allah has given Muslims this one month where the devil is gone, the month, in this month the doors of Jahannam are closed, the doors of paradise are opened. Now Allah is saying forgiveness is at your service. You seek forgiveness and Allah will forgive you. This is the status of this month. This month is only been put there for, for you to gain two things. Your forgiveness and taqwa. What is taqwa? We'll get into that in a second. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this month to self-rectify, to make ourselves better individuals and make it last for 11 months before the month of Ramadan comes again. So there's a few things let's mention. One is that before the month of Ramadan comes, you should have a schedule in place. You should know that what am I going to do during the day? I'm going to be fasting. You know, um, Sahri time, I'm after Taraweeh, what am I going to do? Well, let's start from Maghrib. After Maghrib, I'm going to eat, then I'm going to go to Salah in the Masjid. After Salah, they have this much time, then Taraweeh. After Taraweeh, I'm going to get home. After you get home, then you need to wait for Sahri. After Sahri, pray your Fajr. And after Fajr, you wake up in the morning. And your whole day after that should be, whilst you're fasting, in a scheduled manner. Just as you schedule throughout your daily life, you're organized, you know what to do. The same way you should be when it comes to the month of Ramadan. How much Quran you're going to read? What good deeds you're going to do? Extra deeds? How much with your salah you might not pray your nawafil in 11 months? Now you should start your nawafil. How much time are you going to take out to sit down and recite the Quran? Maybe there's some surahs that you don't know by heart. Let's start learning them by heart. Maybe there's Dwai Kanut, maybe there's Aytul Kursi, maybe there's Surah Yasin, maybe there's Surah Mulk. Take the opportunity of this month to learn the surahs by heart in, in this month. As this month has a very um, close connection with the Quran Kareem. But let me tell you five gifts that Allah has going, is going to give you in this month. Five gifts. One is that all of you are worried that I'm going to stop fasting, go to school with a bad breath. Or I'm going to go to work with a bad breath. What am I going to do? I can't fast. There's a lot of people that don't fast because of this. And we'll get to those people who neglect Ramadan also but Allah is saying I'm giving you five gifts one is that if a person fasts and see the smell of his breath to Allah it smells as if it's musk this is one gift think for the world it might be bad breath but for Allah it's more better than musk then Allah is talking about the second gift the second gift is that every fish in the sea, how many fish is in the sea? How many fish is in the sea? We don't know, right? Every fish in the sea will be doing dhikr for you who is fasting. That person who is fasting, the fishes in the sea will be doing dhikr for you. The third, the devil is chained up. 
the devil, the, you, the devil's at the picture. He cannot take you astray. Now you have the ability to control your nafs. Right? There's three things. The fourth thing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now decorating Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decorates Jannah and says to Jannah that very soon my faithful, my faithful servants will cast aside the world and come to you. As in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts to prepare Jannah for you. And the fifth one is forgiveness. Forgiveness. You know, the companions asked the Prophet ﷺ regarding forgiveness in the last uh, 10 days of Ramadan. And the Sahaba said, are you referring to forgiveness of Laylatul Qadr? And the Prophet ﷺ said, no, we're talking about the forgiveness that a person, a laborer, should be paid once the work is completed. Meaning that when you ask for forgiveness, Allah will forgive you. Five things. These are very, think, if you think about these five things, Allah SWT has, is elevating, is trying to pull you, trying to pull, pull all the disobedient, the sinners, the people who were against Allah, who never listened, who didn't contemplate, who didn't think, are now Allah SWT, Allah SWT is trying to put them into paradise through small, small excuses. This is also evident that Allah SWT loves us dearly. So we have this side of things. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the most beneficial Ramadan that we ever walk into. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a better Ramadan the following year. But those who are neglectful to Ramadan for small, small reasons. The Prophet sallallahu was once climbing the pulpit. You know the member that you get in, in Juma, the Imam sits on it, right? There's usually three steps. He, was, he, he climbed the first step, he said, Ameen. He claimed the second step, he said, Amin again. He claimed the third step and he said, Amin again. And the companions around him got confused. They said that you said, Amin three times. Why did you say, Amin? We've never seen you do something like this before. He said that Jibra'il came from the heavens and he said three things to me and I said, Amin. The first one, which is the most important one here, is that person whom does when Ramadan comes and does not get forgiven, may a curse be upon him. May the curse of Allah be upon him. And who's saying Ameen? The Prophet. Who's making the dua? Jibra'il This is this is definitely this dua is guaranteed. So we do not want to put ourselves in a position where the month of Ramadan comes and we are so neglectful over small little things that we end up becoming a part of that curse. So when the month of Ramadan comes, take it as you have to seek forgiveness. You have to become close to Allah and we take these favors upon ourselves and we really, really do shukr to Allah. We do shukr to Allah. Just this last point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us taqwa. Taqwa is when you know that Allah is watching you 24 hours. Before doing something wrong, you know Allah is watching you. You never have in your mind, no one's watching me. You always have in your mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me. Taqwa is such a thing that you have 
recognition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you at all times. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you when you're alone, when you're, you know, you're thinking by yourself, when you have the recognition in your mind that Allah is watching me 24 hours, this is taqwa. Make sense? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the best of Ramadans. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the opportunity to be a part of this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make sure that we have, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to have our schedules in place, the motivation in place, the passion in place. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take away our laziness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make, make us amongst those who are neglect, neg, uh, neglectful. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.